Hey guys, welcome to the Youth Fitness Podcast. Topics on youth fitness with a focus on doing what's best for kids. Brought to you by the Martin Family, the developers of the Brand X Method, and the Athlete Coach Network. Youth need great coaches now more than ever. Brand X has dedicated themselves to doing what is best for kids for over two decades and now offers mentoring, education, programming, and resources in one smart package to empower coaches to efficiently deliver world-class youth programs. Check out their plug and play options and join the Brand X family today. You plus Brand X equals youth program success. Hi, we're here today to welcome Dr. Amy Saltzman, who we were connected with and really found some wonderful synergies between what is best for kids, our mission as the Brand X Method, and what she's doing in the realm of protection of children, teaching children mindfulness, and, and creating joy. All of those things are so important to really best serve kids. And so we're going to have a conversation with her on some of what she's doing, and hopefully she'll come back and talk to us about more of what she's doing in the future. But Amy, do you feel comfortable giving us a little a little bio so people yep. can know who you are? So I'm a physician, a mother, a former competitive gymnast, a victim survivor of covert emotional abuse, which most people call grooming, and a fierce protector of uh, children and athletes in various settings, and a mindfulness coach helping people find joy and flow. Wow, that's a lot of great things right there, and so much to dig into. What, What motivates you most, given that your background and your experience? I think what motivates me most is, again, preventing and relieving suffering and helping people be at their best and perform in whatever domain that is with joy and flow. Well, and how does that, how directly does that apply with children? That's part A. Part B, what ages do you serve and is it different for those different things? It applies directly to children today. We're going to talk about spot a spider and protecting children from abuse in sports settings, school settings, community program settings. And what was part B? Oh, how does it differ by age? Difference by age. I think um, the intention always remains the same. And it's the language and the presentation that changes based on the child or children's age, just the vocabulary you use and how you present something. That, that uh, syncs very well with our model, which is a biopsychosocial model of athletic development, where we're very keenly aware of the different stages. And uh, we, Jeff has used the phrase for biopsychosocial because most people outside of that don't know what we mean by it. <laughs> what can kids do? What can they understand and what do they need? So, so we frame everything that we're doing in, the, in that way according to where they are 
But there are things that we know globally they all need, right? So I can see that as an, uh, a, an interesting alignment. How did you develop Spot a Spider? You just mentioned it. That's or Talk about what Spot a Spider is. Yeah. First. So Spot a Spider is, I hope, an out-of-the-box system for supporting everyone from parents and athletes to clubs and teams and international governing bodies and even like the International Olympic Committee in protecting children from abuse. And it has three major components. The first component is two videos, one called How to Spot a Sneaky Spider, which is teaching kids how to spot the very, very subtle behaviors of grooming, which is also called covert emotional abuse. And then the second piece is a whole bunch of resources for responsible adults, hiring questions and guidance for what to listen for in the response to minimize your risk of hiring an abusive spider, codes of ethics written in both kids speak and adult language that can be posted at the registration desk, in the bathrooms, in the locker rooms, and then policies and procedures for creating safe systems. So uh, again, conduct agreements for staff, anonymous athlete surveys, so that you're picking up on the little things that you might not notice, even if you're super attentive, having an athlete safety committee so that people know who to report to, having anonymous reporting procedures, and then having procedures for when and how you'll follow up. So following up in a timely fashion, using an independent person that's trauma sensitive to conduct any investigations, and then holding people accountable. So everyone, every adult who is abusive or who fails to report on suspicions of abuse needs to be held accountable. After having seen the USA Gymnastics horror show of the last few years. This just sounds so needed and sane and essential. Just a little going backwards on what, where we started with looking at child protection because we created a program that quickly spread around the world. And we felt very responsible for the fact that we knew bringing kids to a location was also going to bring creepy people to a location. So we, we looked at that and started learning about what do we do? And there, there wasn't a lot out there. There wasn't. Right. And I think, I mean, I saw some of your stuff and it's awesome. And I think the piece that I provide that even though people like you and safe sport, which I have my issues with and other people are doing awesome work. What was missing in particular for me was this piece of actually teaching the kids to recognize the behaviors in a way that's child-friendly. Yes, so I'm not just an adult wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wahing in a way that doesn't, I'm using terms that kids don't know and that don't make sense to them, but like, let's really paint a picture here of what these especially the, again, the grooming behaviors look like, because they're so insidious, they're so subtle, 
that most of them get written off until the spider has woven their web and the person's already trapped. I think we started with, you know, we started martial arts, we started self-defense and, and we kind of brought that idea to the gym as in the fitness, in the fitness realm. And one of the things we did with, with the Brandex method was have this predation portion where we taught coaches what to look for. And we always felt it was really important that coaches you know, know what to look for. Coaches are watching what's going on in the gym. We always encourage parents to be both communicative to us and to stay while the kids was in the gym and watch the things. So the kid, so parents were there. And I can tell you that over the 20 years that there were, there were a dozen times where we had to ask people to leave the gym, but they were not welcome any longer in the gym. But one of the things that really struck me was just what you just said. What we did was teach the adults what to look for. And the adults had, you know, part of their job as coaches, be aware of adults that were around kids in the gym and to be watching them and to be watching other people. But there was nothing that we taught the kids about how to be aware of this and to what to do. And, and, and I think it's so uh, that was the part that really drew me to what to the spot, the sneaky spider. Yeah. Well, and we want to give the kids the, the, empower them with the knowledge to recognize the patterns, even if they're not quite sure it's enough for them to come to you or to go home and say, you know, that video we watched about the spider, I'm not really sure, but I think, I think this person might be a spider. Like that's enough to start the conversation, but they need to understand what they're looking for. And especially they need to understand that the grooming and the charm and the sense of specialness that can feel so good could potentially be entrapping them. Yeah. I'm so grateful that you've done this because as Jeff said, you know, we, we thought we were doing what we could do and it did not occur to us to speak directly to children about it. It was outside of our realm too. I mean, we are not doctors. So outside of our what do they call expertise that? yes area of practice right so but yet so needed because I'm, I'm we raised four boys and at the beginning of our journey we had them all over the internet people could see exactly where they were located and they were all over. and that was one of the things that made us say uh-oh we've made a mistake we have to how do we now talk to them but we were parents talking to our children, you know, and also protect four big dogs, you know, four, four boys, giant four dogs. boys, four big dogs. <laughs> yeah, and it's interesting because I think one of the misperceptions is that it's the cute petite gymnasts who are most susceptible to abuse. And while in some way I think that perception is accurate, what it neglects is that abusive spiders can be men or women and they can abuse girls, boys, men or women. So they can be any gender and any age and abuse people of any gender and any age. And so, you know, it's important to teach these skills to all children. I don't, I think it, like you said, I think it's across all, all, um, activities all sports the unfortunate thing with the gymnasts was that the, it seemed like the organization set up and protected the the process that's going about about this or provided a process and uh, 
Yeah, but we, I mean, just again, to emphasize that it really is everybody, um, the Michigan State University football players, there's this whole case of a group of them being abused by a team doctor. And again, the institution not being accountable, not having the proper systems in place, not acting on the systems that they did have in place. You know, it was a complete an egregious system failure there. Like I said, I, I, I agree with you. It happens across the, just across the, I think I had a, a call, this is several years ago from somebody who had, a, they, they were talking about a fitness coach in town who had talked the parents of a child into coming and living at his house because then they could do 5 a.m. workouts before she went to school. And he said, is this normal? Is this right? <laughs> no, I'd report, I would report it to the police. You know, that's not, that's not normal. Yeah. Right. And so a large part of what Spot of Spider does is talk about what's normal and healthy in a coaching relationship and what is suspicious or deeply concerning. So you, in Spot of Spider, I, you generously allowed us to take a look at that. And I took a look at it and, um, it, it dug up some stuff for me that had happened to me throughout my life, which was made me get a little uh, tense watching it. So I had to watch it in portions. And, and, and it, very astutely, you had said that throughout the video. You say, do you need to take a break? Take a break. And maybe not in those exact words, I'm paraphrasing, but you're basically allowing people to go, oh, things are coming up here. So so it made me start to think about the safe adult concept that you have. Can you explain that a little bit and then give us a feel for how a child would choose who that safe adult is and the possible triggers they might encounter? So, uh, yeah, there's a lot in, lot in there. We'll take them one at a time. So hopefully, right, in a lot of cases, it's the adult who's going to say, hey, I want to sit down and show this to you. And I think it's a fairly good assumption that any adult who's going to show this video to a child is a safe adult. But then also kids want to be thinking about who is a safe adult or who are multiple safe adults that I know. So if the abuse is happening in your gym, then it may be completely appropriate to tell a parent, a teacher, a school counselor. If the abuse is happening at home, obviously you're not going to tell the parent. Then you're going to tell the coach or the teacher or the school counselor. So kids need to be thinking about those things. And then safe adult doesn't mean that you didn't have your own experience with abuse. And the advice for the adult watching is the same as for the kid. If it's too much for you in that moment, you can say, wow. And you can be as disclosing or non-disclosing as you want with your child. But like, I'm realizing I, I knew some spiders or I was trapped in a spider's web or I was really harmed by a spider. And as important as this is to watch with you, I need to take a break and we need to come back with it. Or you need to watch it with your auntie or you need to watch it with our close family friend or whatever. So, you know, I did, I think it's my mindfulness experience, but I did build safe, you know, safe self-care into the videos because it can be triggering. I was going to ask her three things, three things parents can do to help their kids right off the bat. 
three things parents could do to help their child spot a spider. And then let's kind of go into where listeners can find you because uh, this is important. This important piece to keep kids safe. Yeah. So I think the, you know, the intention of creating the videos was so that parents could watch the videos with their children. And that goes fully into the steps of spotting a spider. But if I was going to give three things to watch out for right now, it would be that sense of charm and special relationship. Things like texting your child individually, offering your child individual gifts, offering your child extra time or a ride home. All of those are red flags. The coach playing on the child's desires to improve and their fear of failure. So spider coaches often promise, you know, success. And then if the athlete isn't compliant, they play on their fear of failure saying, maybe you don't have what it takes, or this is what all good coaches do, or those types of things. And The last one that I'll emphasize now is the separating of people. So you had mentioned that you always allow parents into the gym, but there's other ways besides physical separations that spiders separate people. So they might, if a teammate is raising concerns, they might say to the child, oh, to their, to your child, they might say, oh, that teammate is just jealous or she has a bad attitude, don't hang out with her. If you're raising concerns as parents, the spider might say to your child, your parents don't really understand the sport. They don't understand what it takes. I'm just doing what all good coaches do, like moving into your house or having you move into my house and coach you at five in the morning. Probably not. And then I think one of the coolest things that spiders do is separate you from your wise self, the part of you that knows that something's off. So they'll say, oh, I really just want the best for you. There's no reason to be nervous. You can trust me. Even though the child's radar is going off saying, this doesn't feel right. This feels kind of creepy. You want to support your child in listening to that wise self, that inner voice that just says something's off here. That's fantastic. Yeah. What a great conversation. What a great contribution you've made by creating this. How do people find you? How do they access? Super, super easy. www.spotaspider.com. Awesome. So couldn't be easier. That'll be in our show notes. As yeah, well. that'll we'll add that to the show notes and, and connections and all sorts of things so that people can find you and, and your work. And we'd love to have you back to talk about the mindfulness. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And I deeply appreciate how thoughtful you have been in creating the structures in your program because you have done a lot to spider proof your facilities. So I think your community. I don't know, should be aware of your efforts and appreciate your efforts in that regard. Thank you. Thank you. thank you. And thank you so much for coming on and spending your valuable time with us today. It is a pleasure. That's it for today's U18. Since we like to end with a gamer challenge, let's hear from a youngster in one of our brand X programs about one of their favorites. Hi, I'm Emma from Fit to Shine Sydney, and a game that we play is Over Under. What you're going to do is split up into four teams and have each team line up and each player on all fours. Make sure to leave a gap between each person. 
The first player will crawl under the person next to them and then jump over person two, and so on until they're finished. When finished, they will join the end of the team on all fours. This will keep going until everyone's had a turn and the winning team will be all finished first. Excellent. Thanks, Emma. <laughs> Welcome to the Athlete Coach Network, a new connection-based training platform that breaks down regional barriers and connects coaches and athletes anytime, anywhere. You're an athlete and love to push yourself. Who's guiding you? As an athlete, you can filter and search our library to find the perfect coach or sign up for a membership to get video feedback and comments from our coaches all over the world. As a coach, you can set up your profile and advertise your credentials, set your own price for video reviews, or direct messaging to ensure your rates reflects the value of your time. Welcome to the Athlete Coach Network, and welcome to the future of sports coaching. That was the Youth Fitness Podcast, topics on youth fitness with focus on doing what's best for kids. Brought to you by the Martin family, the developers of the Brand X Method and the Athlete Coach Network. We hope you guys enjoyed that episode and you listen for more.